Welcome to Ginger and the Beef. Welcome to Ginger and the Beef. And Taylor. <laughs> there we go. Welcome to Ginger and the Beef. You guys really nailed that one. Yeah, he's he was right on it. Holy he was right fuck. on it. The podcast where Ginger and the Beef and Taylor entertain the shit out of you for like 40 to 80 <laughs> minutes once per week. And Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> That was a perfect, perfect uh, welcome to the to the podcast, Taylor. Thanks for being here. There's a fluff on your mic. Can you get it off? Yeah, I can do that. No it's problem. also crooked. Thanks for having me, gentlemen. I'm uh, sorry, Daryl, that I messed up that intro that you and I planned previous to this. You really nailed it. We did outside. I'm like, okay, you have one job. One job. I say welcome to the ginger beef or whatever, and you say, and Taylor. And I did not do that. <laughs> I mean, you got there eventually, right? It's the thought that counts. It is the thought that counts. Welcome. I, to I appreciate both of you. Baby steps. Yeah. Well, I forgot to. I forgot the rest of my intro. And baby okay. diapers. In the case of Daryl Hogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many uh, mustard CD shits have you been dealing with? Often. Yes. Michelle deals with more of them. Nice. Fuck yeah. Well, I'm only around him for you know a couple hours a day. Yeah. While he's awake, and then at night, she's a trooper and says, "Oh no, you, you sleep, honey. You got to work." Nice. I know the tables will turn in a little while. Because it's official, I am a man who's taking parental leave. Isn't it I, called I, pat leave? No, it's called parental leave. But isn't it like the equivalent of pat leave? Yeah, yeah. So, But they changed it. It's now maternity leave when you give birth. You get 15 weeks of that or whatever. And then parental leave. So it's to even the score and let men do it too. Yeah, but paternal is, is male. I know. Oh, I don't disagree. So why, what's wrong? Are we, what can, if, are we what canceling if paternal right now? Yeah, yeah, because what if I'm non-binary and I'm not a per, paternal person? Equal just, rights, okay. I'm do just we, a parent. Do we really want to? No, we're not going there. So anyway. <laughs> Either way, I'm going uh, to be stay-at-home Mr. Mom for fucking eight months. Mr. Mom. Over the wintertime. So, so you won't be chest-feeding? <laughs> no. Well, I might make one of those nipples that, uh, or what, the, the, the bra things that... For the um, record, I don't call it chest feeding. <laughs> I know, you call it breast feeding. Just being an asshole. No, but what, what's that movie? Uh, Robert De Niro, he's got the, oh, uh, Meet, Meet the, the Fockers. Fockers. Yeah, yeah. I watched that last night, actually. Did you actually? Yes. Yeah, he's got that bra with the yes. built-in and milk it's, thing. it's custom f- formed to be just like his daughter's breast. Yeah, no, he's a fucking... What about me, Greg? I have nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Could you milk me? <laughs> You can do whatever you want with nipples. Um, that's from the first one, though. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> sorry, yeah. I, much like uh, Austin Powers, I have no idea what I'm talking about when it comes to movies. So I don't get that. Oh, I get it. Because I don't know if Taylor knew that, but uh, I didn't know what he was doing when it came to Austin Powers, apparently, according to Kevin. That's okay. Yeah, well, we'll, you know? we'll forgive you. I've gotten past it. Fucking clearly. <laughs> <laughs> the look on your face. Well, tonight we're 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 just dripping with nostalgia. Oh, it's moist. Moist like these lucky loggers out of a bottle. Brown <laughs> bottles of beer. <laughs> it's a good decision. It's a solid choice. It's a great choice. Cheers, gentlemen. Yeah, it's uh it's good to have Taylor here. It's good to have Isaac here. Last week we touched on it. We talked about uh, you know, COVID and how it's leaving and how we kind of want to go to shows. Yeah. And then this week, fucking yet today, Every time I die, I announce Tid the Season coming up this December. And I'm going to cry myself to sleep for both those nights. So we're going to do a group trip to Buffalo? I, Me and Daryl have been talking about this for like we, four we fucking been, years. Man. I told Michelle, I said, one of the one of these years, Isaac and I are going to Buffalo and, and, and Chris at, in, in December. And she's like, yeah, in like 10 years. <laughs> it, but it has to be before they stop playing shows because they're going to stop eventually. They've been a band mm-hmm. for like 21 years or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh, they man. they all kind of got things going on the other side, right? Yeah, so it's gonna they're gonna phase that out, I'm sure, at some point. Plus, I mean, at this point, like they've only been doing Tid the season for what, like four years, four or five, yeah, something like that. Um, but they've been, been doing Christmas there. shows for years, Christmas shows but... forever. But Tid the season, 
that new venue opened up in Buffalo. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but that venue opened up and that kind of like opened the doors for them having like a massive like two day, almost like a festival because yeah. they have tons of bands, pro wrestling, fucking pro pro, pro wrestling. Andy wrestles, pro. bruh. Pro. He's in the AEW. That's and true. He's getting big. Chris Jericho, they're friends. They're well, does Chris Jericho run that thing? I think so. I think yeah. I yeah. think you're right. Wait, he's actually friends with Chris Jericho. Yeah. yeah. Chris Jericho. I think he does. He wrestle in it. Yeah, but I know he's like Chris, a, he's like a he's like a manager or some shit. Chris Jericho also has a podcast, and he had Andy Williams and his wrestling partner, The Blade, yeah, on it. I don't know his other. I don't know his real name, Braxton Sutter, but I don't know if that's his real name. I don't know, but either way, it was the, the butcher, butcher and the Blade. Yeah, yeah, and he had them on it, and they talked about obviously they talked about touring because Chris Jericho's in Fozzie, and yeah. every time I die is a touring band. That's all we know him as. Correct. And so hearing about that and and everything we talked about shows last week, it got us all 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 in Hot the feels. And bothered, and Isaac's like, "Here's our topic." <laughs> Thanks, Taylor. Yeah, I just called you. I just called you and was like, "Hey, this is what we're going to talk about this week." And you're like, "I'm in, I'm down." Yeah, hell Let's yeah. We, if for those of you who don't know, and I don't know if Isaac remembers this, before we even started our first episode, is it because I have bad memory? Well, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, okay. But before we even did our very first episode of Gin Remember Beef. It. We actually sat down in this basement when it was filled, faced the other way. Yep. And we talked about shows. Yeah. But uh, never made the light of day. So today it is. It is happening. It is the day. The day of our top memorable shows we've been to. Well, not just that. But also, like, most memorable, like, being, like, we'll go with, like, the best ones we've been to. We'll go with, like, our most, like, our favorites. We'll go with, like, the funniest ones. Like when I was flicking the belly button of that one lead guitarist, I kind of still feel weird about it. But we'll get th- we'll get to that. I don't remember that one. I do. Yeah. I don't know if I was there that night. I don't you think you were. were. I know. Were you? You, were. Was I? you were. You were. Is that? Just, it was just... at the Gateway, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. At Sate. No. No, it was no. It was at Mar- uh, Marquee. No, I wasn't there. Before it was the before back alley started the Marquee. It was the mark. It was called Marquee, wasn't it? It was called Marquee, but it was not in the same location. It was downtown on Tenth. Yeah, it was, it was like above, above the, the old theater. Town theater. Yeah, for the yeah. where the we had Holly Springs Disaster Farewell Show. Yeah, I was there with Architects. Yeah, yeah. Architects and Structures opened. Yeah, yeah, I was there. I was probably drunk. Yeah, I was. Uh, we all were. <laughs> Isaac literally. I was standing right at the front of the stage, and I'm like, "There's no one bumping me. This is awesome." And I look behind me, and there's Isaac and Matt just elbowing everybody away from me and then at one point isaac comes up to one of the band members and just like flicks his stomach with his thumb it was his, it was his not his nipple sorry it was his belly button <laughs> yeah i got i got right in there i flicked his belly button to the moon this and is fucking was it kind of sweaty it was very sweaty but i it was e- <laughs> i was equally sweaty because i like taylor said i was i was pretty rowdy that show i actually sweat so profusely that my blackberry my blackberry curve uh was his life was ended that night? Oh, let's have a moment of silence for the BlackBerry Curve. Yeah, and Anyways. the entire company of BlackBerry. <laughs> <laughs> so no, my 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 phone was in my pocket, and I was so I was fucking soaking wet when I got out of that show, and I pulled my phone out of my pocket, and it was soaking wet, and it just never worked again. It never turned on. I never got fucking anything off that phone. Yeah, fun fact: Holly that Springs is... farewell show. Oh, man, top tier. That was the, that one album. They had fucking five songs, and it was six, whatever it is, and I, it was incredible. I remember when I was in. When I found out about that show, when they announced it, I was in the dr- I was in a drive-through car wash, waiting in line to go get my car washed, and it was announced on Facebook, I think, and I like lost my shit, and then I texted and called all my friends. Probably you guys might have got called too. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I Isaac I, is a, he's a squirrely fuck today. When I found out about that show, I told Caitlin to buy me tickets for my birthday, and at that time we were like freshly dating, and she was. She was all about country music and then that Abercrombie Fitch lifestyle, and I was that. Oh, buddy! If was she was that, still in it, she'd be loving Florida Georgia Lines' new album. Oh, oh she my still god! Does. Um, oh my and god! I was all in that like hardcore scene, bright Amer- colored shirts from American Apparel. I was gonna say American Apparel yeah. hoodies. Yeah, and Kate bought me like the black and purple striped one. Yes. Did you have one of those? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> or just like the bright yellow. Yep. Yep. Any, that one. Anything yep. from American anything. Apparel. Yeah. Skinnies and Vans. Dude, I don't need a label on my hoodie. All I need is a hoodie. But it's got the white tassels. It's got There's a white, white zipper. Tassels, so you know it's super it's tight American to Apparel. His body. Here's a question. Show. 
Here's a question. Are they called tassels? What no, are they? Uh, strings? Like the hoodie string? I'd call them that? a string. What would they, you call it? The little, the little plastic part has an actual name. What is it? I, off the top of my head, I don't know it. Okay. I'm going to look it up because I'm that guy. I'm, but I'm saying hood rope. No, not hood rope. That's wrong. That sounds borderline offensive. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> In which way? Can you please explain? And Taylor, let's talk about your favorite shows. <laughs> so it's called a drawstring. Duh. That makes sense. Hey, it's like the short for your is. shorts, for your pants, or your joggers. Yeah. Or your hood. And, or the, your thing hood on the, rope. and the thing on the t- <laughs> <laughs> hood rope. Coined here first, folks. Oh, Taylor yeah. McAlpine. Yeah, we were the first ones, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. And the thing, but the little plastic things, they're called aglets. 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 <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> no, I don't say aglets and hood rope in the same sense. Anyway, anyway. Girl, what was the first concert you ever went to? That's a question I was going to ask you. Boom. He fucking got you first, bitch. Well, now, here's the question. What counts? Church music doesn't count, no, no, right? No, 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 no. No. Concert. But, like, you paid money to go to. Well, that's, so, caveat, church like Christian music concert is audio adrenaline and DC talk a concert. Cause I think it is. Well, it I would totally did you agree. See them at Mac Hall or did you see them at first Alliance? No, I saw them at the red deer centrium. Okay. Then yeah. That Cause it was, it was youth conference and I was okay, like yeah. in grade six or grade seven. And it was like DC talk? newsboys, DC talk, audio adrenaline. Yeah. It was like, dude, DC talk slaps. Oh, it was awesome yeah, at the time. People think, oh, and then, and then the year later, DC talk didn't come around anymore. And it was just Toby Mac from then on. Oh, fuck. Okay. He was rapping. It's dope. <laughs> <laughs> then, then, you know, the, the headliners the next couple of years were like Skillet and Reliant K and and uh, stuff like that. So, okay. yeah, I count those as concerts. So your Nothing first show wrong. was DC Talk, Audio Adrenaline. Let's say that. Yeah. Taylor, what was your first show ever? The Ataris opening for Three Days Grace at Stampede. Really? Yeah. You didn't go to a show until you were like in grade twelve. No, it was like you don't have to be eighteen to go to Stampede. Oh, I thought, sorry, I just I thought you didn't move to Calgary until no, no, no. you it, graduated. It was like grade ten or eleven at the Coke stage. Oh, okay, cool. And that's Coca Cola, by the way. <laughs> I yeah, not that stage. the Coke stage was the best stage, and they it's just gone now. Like, whatever, it's still there. Who it's fucking just a cares? Different name. It's Stampede. No one cares. Uh, my, yeah, it, was, it was fun to see the Ataris like them playing Boys of Summer. Mm. Um, but also, and you were a boy of summer at that point. I was but hot boy I of also, summer. So, like, do not give a shit still about Three Days Grace. So, well, because they hate everything about you. I was exactly. gonna say, exactly. Yeah, remember? Th- so, Three Days Grace, there was this movie, uh, but with Hillary Duff in it. It's called Raise Your Voice. It's a great movie. Uh, anyway, <laughs> her and her brother get all excited at the beginning. Because they're going to a three days grace show and it's like three days fucking grace. And then they played live at the beginning of the movie and it was like, this is awesome. And then her brother dies in a car crash like immediately afterwards. Anyway. Wow. Uh, <laughs> okay. Said, what about you? We what can, was cut, your that. First we can show? cut that out. <laughs> that went really dark. Uh, my first show was, you mentioned them earlier, Reliant K. They, they went all the way up to Terrace, BC. Are you serious? They went to Terrace, BC. They played at the arena. I believe it was the arena or one of them. And uh, I don't remember any other bands that were there, if there were even, if there were even other bands there. But Reliant K played, and I was a big fan at the time. Did they play that Lion-O song, the Thundercats mm. song? I don't know. It was like, that's my favorite Reliant K I don't K remember song. which songs they played. I just remember they were there, Thunder and I watched Cats. them. Thundercats. Oh, a good song. Yeah. Was, do you, was it like a Christian, like a church event that all the churches in the area put on? Or was it no, just no, no, they no. were on tour? Like, and... they were there. I don't know if they were, like, on tour or, like, what it was. Like, I don't think it was a church event. But like the the church group that I that I was attending, they we went. Yeah. So like it was a church outing, but it wasn't like a. I don't think it was like a church event. Yeah, I get it. No, it was just it, they were on tour, circling back. So around. so we had I had a bunch of like I'm not gonna get into it because I was gonna be like oh Daryl's is fucking, meh. but I went to like a ton of little shows when you were in a band. No, it's the reason I started playing in a band was because yeah. we went to go watch Troll Punks. And you got like rock hard. And well, like, these, Let's do this. It was like these three kids were in a punk band and from... Swallow the gravy. These three kids were in a were in a punk band in Red Deer and they were like five years older than us. So we watched, we looked up to them and we were probably, you know, 15, 14. And so we were like, we want to be these guys. Let's get instruments. So then 
Tyrell picked up a bass. Bryce picked up a guitar. I got drums, and then we started a punk band. It wasn't good. We were called Gaunch, and uh, <laughs> and but we were allowed Gaunch. to we were allowed to play shows with these guys, and we you know eventually turned into other stuff, but played with tons of bands along the way. Mm. But what was cool is like going into that independent music scene in a little Red Deer. Like it wasn't good. There wasn't that many great bands from Red Deer. But it gives you but, clout for sure. No, it doesn't give. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just going bro, to shows. Well, that's why we're friends because you had so much fucking clout. This <laughs> just gotta be a dick <laughs> all the time. I knew I shouldn't have even brought it up, but that's where shows started. Were you signed? Yeah, yeah, but after high school, <laughs> so no big deal. I got signed. I, my, I peaked at I peaked at 18. <sighs> <laughs> so, um, but no, that's 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 we got to see a ton of bands in in Red Deer. And like you'd get little bands from Calgary or Edmonton, and as we got through high school, our music became heavier. The bands we played with became heavier, so we got to watch bands from like Edmonton called Life at Last, which was a big hardcore band. And in Calgary, there was Nikola Tesla, which was a big hardcore band, and it was a big. I say that in quotes because they weren't really huge. But did you ever play with the Riviera Heist? We sure did. Yeah. Did you know them? Uh, well, when I moved here, they were kind of like one of like the bigger. Not we were we were on the same like label the, as them. It was like the underground. So, like they I'm were still friends with the basis of that band. No big deal. They were like underground. Are you actually? Cool. Actually, what's his name? Greg, Greg Peace. Yeah, Greg. Yeah, there you go. Is that Steve Peace's kid? Uh, I don't know his dad. But... Steve Peace is like a major tattooer in California. No, 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 not that guy. Okay. No, no, no. I think that's his name, anyways. Yeah, not that guy. But I was just saying. So we got to go to lots of shows. Did you guys have a local scene? Like, did Kidamat have a scene? Did you go to shows in high school? Like no. local shows. Okay, good answer. Taylor, how about you? Um, like yes. in Calgary, did you go to, when you were in high school, did you go to like Riviera Heist shows and, and yes. stuff like that? Riviera Heist, uh, Jay and the Lovebirds. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Kairos? For the weekend? For, for the, the weekend. weekend. Uh, they named themselves later on Hey Bomb Show. Take the shot. Um, okay, I should rephrase. There were bands in Kitimat growing up, but they were like, there was like maybe a total of 10 people that were in. Well, your brother or and four Justin bands. and Andy and Connor were in a band. Yeah, but they played like three shows. I think the best local show I ever went to, um, it was at Stu- Studio 32. And I think the headliner was this band, uh, The Deepest Ocean. And the venue was sold out for their album release. And uh, t- To be fair, I was going to say my the best show I ever went to in Calgary, number one all time, was at this little place called Vern's. And it was... It was the deepest, the deepest ocean, ocean. Yeah. And, that it was, Tron? and it was Tron Funk and Blow. Tron Funk and rapping. Blow. Yep. That was an awesome show. Dude, that <laughs> Studio 32 show, I have to say, one of my favorite show memories, that was our album release party. And so Taylor was in a band too. You don't make, see here you making fun of him. Taylor still has clout. <laughs> still. I used to drum in a band called The Deepest Ocean. and um, You got good rhythm then, eh? <laughs> and... Uh, one of my buddies who I used to frame with uh, decided to try to start a mosh pit and he turned around uh, to push someone to get the crowd going and he just happened to push my buddy's wife on her boobies and my buddy saw it and literally just grabbed him and picked him up, walked him across the front of the stage and then punched him in the face repeatedly and put him on the ground until our good friend Kevin Short came and was like, Dan, get off of him. Oh, wow, that sounds sounds like that guy was. I gotta say, he was definitely not confident that his wife actually loved him. Because another guy mm-hmm. accidentally touches her titties, she's probably gonna be like, "Don't be an asshole," and then moves on. Like, if, I mean, if it's like an accident, right? That's one thing. But if guys being like belligerently drunk and it's like an accident, then it's like I can understand it. But I wasn't there. I w- don't know. Was I there? I think that might have been one of our low phases of our friendship. Or it was in Okotoks. You said it was in Okotoks, right? No, no it was Studio, Studio 32. 32. Which on, one's on Heritage? 17th and 32. 17th Avenue. 37th Street. It used to 37th be Street. the Rusty Cage. Oh, yeah, the Rusty Cage. That's 37th. Over, over in Ross 37th, Carrick. whatever. So is it thir- Studio... Uh, it's not... 30, Studio 37, yeah, whatever. I was gonna Studio say, 32 I think I, was I think on I was Heritage. There. I think and I was there. That's where we did the sleazy winter launch. That the, the, the wild. No, no, no. There was a different studio. That one was down south. Yeah, for that the was sleazy launch. I don't know. That's what I said. That was called Studio Thirty Two. No, it wasn't. Wasn't it? No, Studio Twenty Three. Fuck. There's hey, too are, many studios. Either way, like a dumb argument. Right no, now? we're yep. gonna move on. Hundred percent. So, so I guess, how easy was it, or is it, 
for you to think of your top shows. Do you have that? Or is it something that you could easily think about off the top of your head? I can easily think of three shows that immediately have burned like a lasting memory in my mind. I, I have a big feeling that there's one show on all of our top threes that's the exact same show. It might be, but I beg to differ because I bet I wasn't there. I was gonna say you were there. One of them, he wasn't there for. I bet you I weren't there. there. Oh wow. Okay, I stand corrected. Yeah. Okay, so that's well. I'll just say it. Then. Every time it, I die, it's every time I die. One in, in my top three with four years strong. Yeah. That show happened um, on. Uh, let's see here. I have it written down. March twenty first, twenty ten, with four years strong. That was already that long ago. Tw- Eleven uh, years ago. I thought. Yeah, they played. Uh, they I think they played like thirty fucking songs or something like that. It was an unbelievable so set. It was already like already a good show because so cool. four years strong opened up. <laughs> I I thought you were there, but I guess that makes sense. You <laughs> strep throat. I, I had tickets for it, but I got strep throat yeah. and couldn't go. So it was it was definitely it's definitely on my list. Republic was not only my favorite, probably awesome my favorite venue. venue. So and good. it's very disheartening that it got torn down to become a brewery that just closed. Was that no, Mill Street? That was something Mill Street's else now. closed. Um. But yeah, that show was epic. Uh, the other two for me are um, Coheed at at Mac Hall. So I saw Coheed at Warp Tour once, yeah. and it was, was like too. not great sound. And it wasn't like, there with you. It was we Warp were... Tour, so they were probably all fucked up for you know part of that day or that month or whatever. And I don't know, it just wasn't like the best. But I went and saw Coheed with uh, my brother at Mac Hall. A I, few I thought years the ago. one at Warp Tour, Claudia was like drunk. Yeah, he seemed drunk on yeah. stage. No, so this one at Mac Hall was like it was insane. Like I was telling Taylor before we before you got here, it was like I was I was in like a, almost in a trance. Like it was fucking unbelievable. Because you know how like Coheed has a lot of songs that are like up, and then they have some songs that are down. Yep. Man, like they played they played like everything, and it was the sound was perfect. They were all completely on point. It was unfucking believable. Well, it's, it's one so, of the best shows I've ever been to. I've easily. watched a few of their live. I've ne- I've only seen them that one time at Warped, and I've. They, we were supposed to see them last spring. They were coming through, and then fucking COVID canceled it. Yeah. So I don't know if they're coming back or when they're coming back or how that's going to work. But I want to see them desperately because, like you said, they're they have that ups and downs, and they can they're the songs they flow. I watched a couple of their videos. Wake up live videos on on the internet, and like their show sounds good. Can I assume that they played to like a track, like they had the orchestra elements and stuff with them live? Uh, on some of their songs? Yeah. Yeah. Not all of them. They don't yeah. need them on all of them. But yeah, they had their they had their background like ominous. But I mean, Claudio played a couple songs on on piano. Nice. It, was yeah. it just them? Or was someone opening for them? Do you remember? Uh, I don't remember who opened for him. I don't think it was anybody notable. I just showed up basically before they opened and or before they started, and I already had... <laughs> talking about pre gaming. <laughs> I, I definitely <laughs> I definitely pre gamed for that show. I uh, I went to the liquor store on the way there and I bought I think I bought a a six pack of something and he and finished I, it by the time he got there. yeah i poured it into my into my excuse me into my big water bottle and i was just chugging all the way there that's so i don't know if you guys i'm not i didn't buy it but you know yeti cups yeah the new ones i got one of those at work and those are unbelievably easy yeah. to chug yeah. with yes the airflow through them you put a beer in there and it's gone they're it's they're, unbelievable they're, i gotta say one summer we uh we were planning to go to warp tour and me, Isaac, and Biz, our go-to was you got to have a uh, Mickey of Sourpuss and four <laughs> four tall boys of Strongbow. That was the worst. Each? That sounds like a great day. Yeah. No, that was our... You, had, you had to have the Sourpuss before you could go in the house, and then we would have the four Strongbows before we left for Warp Tour. We also used to drink Did uh, you take a, bus? a lot of growers. Yeah. We took a bus, yeah. We oh, all wow. we also drank a lot of growers, and that like that's literally a hangover in a bottle. Well, and you just it's always hot as fuck in the summertime, and yeah, I was always paranoid. It's I like always syrupy I always shit. bought the water because everyone always said, "Oh, someone's gonna fucking throw some acid in that big water jug." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna use that big water." Like, remember that it warped? warped? Fuck that! Yeah, that huge water jug. I never used for? that. No, me neither. But never. I was. My, I think my mom was probably like, "Well, someone's gonna put acid in it." Thanks, mom. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, Did you Darryl, bring your Bible? Did you bring your pocket Bible? Darryl, so, what was the most like memorable show you've been to? Not just like metal music or rock music. What's the most memorable show you've been to? There's two that are well. I have. I I wrote a bunch down, but 
it's hard to say. The most memorable for me that I still remember the date, even without having to look it up, was Blindside and POD in 2004. Oh, man. Like, that was after Satellite came out. And, and sorry, what's the album after that? Whatever that one was. And then after uh, Silence by Blindside came out. My brother took me. It was June 8th. And it was I remember that because I had to leave soccer practice early. We drove to Calgary. We went to the show. Satellite. It was unbelievable. By POD is like an absolutely incredibly good album it's still i, I enjoy it it's it's good new metal yeah like it's what they did i i at had, least for that time i would have arguments with my friends no it's still good i know it like it's still good i can listen to it but i don't know if anybody else could listen to but it. but i would have arguments with my friends they're like this is new metal i'm like no it's not it's fucking reggae <laughs> like no it's yeah, it's reggae. new metal i'm like no they're reggae because they had one song that was half reggae so i just like no they're definitely a reggae band with but, Ica Mouse. Sure, I don't know, but that show yeah, was featuring Ica Mouse was, I just I yeah, that's the most memorable for me uh, on on that front. Just I remember the date exactly. The there's one more that specifically is more into the metal side, but it was we went to go see from bottom to ashes, mm. and uh, I got a stick signed from Francis Mark, and I was like, he's the best drummer because he drums and sings, and I want to be a good drummer who sings. And I was never up to his level, but they also, they opened for Killswitch Engage and it was the first time I ever heard of them. And that changed my world because I went from screamo to metal and Killswitch had that different sound that just fucking yeah, but went. Was he good at singing? Howard Jones? Yeah. It, eh. You're joking, I'm right? Kid, I'm the song, the song that you were referring to on Satellite is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's called Ridiculous. Featuring Ica Mouse. Look. And, nice. That's how much I like that album. They also have that song with Christian from Blindside on that album. Yeah, and then and it even in says their, Christian in, of Blindside, and in their music video for Boom, like, Blindside is the Swedish ping pong team. It's a great time, great oh, time. Fuck. So that was those two. They 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 changed me, and that that one was like two thousand three, I think. It was grade eleven, yeah. and uh, yeah, those those two changed me. Like for Modern Dashes, it was right after the Fiction We Live came out. They just changed how I thought about music and shows. Changed and, the game. It did. It was awesome. Yeah. Taylor, what about you? Did you have something that stuck out? Do you, what what's your favorite or most memorable? Do you have one? I think the one that sticks out the most to me was uh, Kate and I drove 12 hours to Vancouver to see Thrice. And incredible. I don't, really, I don't really care what people think about Thrice. I know some people think that they've gotten weak. Those people as, can fuck off. Thrice yes. had a new song that came out today, and it yes. is so fucking it's good. Unreal. It is but awesome, and man, I cannot wait like, for them to come back. Kate and I, well, we drove to Vernon, spent the night with sure, real Real quick. I have Thrice written down three times here. Three shows from Thrice are made in my top five. Like we, we drove from Calgary to Vernon, spent the night with Scott and Tori. I had worked the whole day and then drove there. And then then we spend the night there, drive back or drive to Vancouver the next day, get a hotel, and then go to watch the show. And man, just like seeing Thrice, like Kate was like, Tate. Hey, you're not like moshing or you're not like getting in the pit. And I was like, no, like I'm literally just standing here taking We're this here to listen. In. Literally. Like, this is they were unreal. Yeah. Like their whole when pr- when was that? Do you know? The I never saw Thrice Live. This oh, was four years ago, five years ago. Okay, so it was so it was after like beggars and after to whom or uh, whatever that it to was be right whatever. That their most recent full album. What their their last one was Psalms, and the one before that was to be something. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's like yeah. the gray one. The one I, with, I love uh, that band. The one with uh, bees. Something yeah. bees. Yeah, that that's exactly the album that, that, that song. That really, really good. Taylor probably saw them live for that. So what's that song called? I don't know. I don't know off the top of my head. But yeah, look it up. I I wrote them. I wrote them down on my list three times. So <clears throat> the three to times be I saw them. Everywhere is to be nowhere. There, there you go. That's the one. So I saw them three times, and they, they, they wrote. I wrote them down because thrice means that much. They're still. They. I always forget about them, and then as soon as I listen to it, I'm like, they're my favorite band. Yeah. They have been forever. So the last show I saw of theirs was after uh, the Alchemy Index came out. Mm-hmm. That was at Mac Hall. Um, with say anything and Attack in Black. It was a great I show. I forgot about Attack and Black. <laughs> Not bad. They were they were bad live. That was, wasn't that the same guy fun. from uh, Attack and Black? Who's the lead singer of Attack and Black? I don't know. Ronnie Radke? Is that him? Is that the right band? <sighs> Maybe. Anyways, the song I'm thinking of with Black Honey on that on that Thrice album is yeah. so fucking good. So, yeah, he's talking about being in a swarm of bees or something. That's why he got yeah. the bee thing. Yeah, 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 that's a great song. 
Um, so I saw them that time, and then the other time after Visu came out, I v- saw them V-A-Su? on Visu. Whatever okay. you say, it. we all pronounce it different. I I always pronounce it Vishu. It could. I don't know how it's pronounced. No one knows. But that was that was December seventh. That's look, why it's listen, listen to this lineup: December seventh, two thousand five, at the Corral. Uh, Thrice was the headliner. Circus Survive opened, and My Chemical Man- Romance was the middle band. Right after three cheers. Two thousand seven. Two thousand five. Oh, that was the year before I moved here, bro. Yeah, so it was it was amazing, and that was is that an okay lineup or it was an awesome. Never, lineup. never heard of her. <laughs> and then the and then the time before that was Warp Tour, um, and that was right after Artists in the Ambulance came out, and it was fucking unreal. I've seen them three times, and they're so good. But what's so funny is today, in looking for it, I found these. Someone has pictures of Thrice at Warp Tour in two thousand and one <laughs> in Calgary. <laughs> when I saw them. They're teenagers. That's sick. It's just like, I don't know. They're wicked. I highly recommend it, Isaac, when you get the chance. The new song? No. Well, that, but if Thrice comes around again. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which you know, you know hopefully what the Isaac, what's your best show? The best show, I think. Or oh, most, most memorable, even. Most memorable show? Bro. Let me think about it for a second. I was going to say the. Okay, we both took notes. I know. I know. I didn't do that. The one thing, the <laughs> he one flies show. Off the cuff. It's all good. The one show that I really, 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 really wish that had come here that didn't end up, that got canceled like last minute was Mastodon. I've yet to see Mastodon live. They were supposed to come here. They had, I think they either had like. Wasn't uh, that with Every Time I Die? No. Oh, okay. So that was different. I'll get to that. So they had a, they either had like a bus problem or some issue. They couldn't come into Canada or they couldn't finish their tour in Canada. So they had to cancel the Calgary show and I had tickets for it. I was going to see it. It was. I was pumped because I love Mastodon. Um, but then that, I think the next year after that that uh, show was canceled, next the next summer they went on tour with Every Time I Die and Code and Cambria. I remember. So that. like my their, their closest of, show was in three of my favorite bands Seattle. of all time. Yeah, Co- uh, Coheed, Mastodon, and fucking Every Time I Die on tour together. And we talked about going to Seattle to watch it. Yeah, and then my other friend uh, Connor, he was talking about going to Vegas to watch it, and I was like. Very, very, very interested in going to either one of those things because I wanted to see those bands play together in one night. That would have been amazing. Never happened. Hopefully it happens again and they come to Canada, but not if trust Justin is in Trudeau office still. <clears throat> Senor Trudeau? I'd say probably my most Castro? memorable my most memorable show was probably the the Holly Springs Disaster Farewell Tour. That was an unbelievable night. Just because there were so many things about that. Like at that time that Did was you the slap band. the lead singer's ass. Do you remember that? Yeah. Walking up the stairs, yeah. We went out for a smoke, and he was walking up the stairs in front of us, and you slapped his ass so hard, and he actually turned around and was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah." Some people would call that sexual harassment. <laughs> yeah, I can neither confirm nor deny. Um, but no, that like that show, the whole show, like the pre gaming, we we had like a bunch of people. It was like that was I think right when I started dating Megan. Yeah. So I just met like Jordan and Nate and their beauties, and we were hanging out with them. And Aaron was there. You were there. You were there. Uh, I got. Like I said, I was front row, swept my balls off, singing as hard and loud as I could the entire show because I know lyrics to every single one of their songs, and it was, it was did, just unreal. Like it was the perfect night. How did they headline play one of their songs to end this episode? Yeah, no, I probably will. But how sure. did they? How did they headline shows with? They only had seven songs. It's because that. It's because that album was just like it was perfect. The their musicianship was. Great. So you you mentioned Riviera Heist earlier. Following. It's like hear with, me out. It's like with hear me out. comedy movies. Also, fair. Yeah, absolutely. So they had that. And, they're and great they're musicians. From Saskatchewan, so they were, everyone's like fucking. We they're like our neighbors. Yep. They're great musicians. Continue, Isaac. They're great musicians. Uh, the lyrics were fantastic, and their lead singer had a killer voice. He did. He had so good screams. It kind of it kind of like you said. It was shout out Mike Fro. It was a cult following, and especially in Canada. They had a massive following in Canada. They sold out their farewell tour like I don't know within 14 days of releasing it. And they and, had and this is before like it's not before internet, but it's before social media the way it is now. 100. percent And they had architects. This is MySpace. Time. Architects so is a globally fro, fro. You're right. A globally recognized band like Architects opening mm-hmm. for this little Canadian yeah. band like and that's structures. That's how big they were in Canada. Was that they had a massive band opening for them? Just because not because they. Like they had to, but because they were like, dude, well, you, guys, they were, you guys are headlining this. Tour, well, they were sure. the draw for sure, yeah, hundred percent. And people were there to see them, and so as as the the other bands, like they probably recognized that immediately. And went, fuck yeah, we're not playing last because everyone's gonna leave as soon as you guys are done. And yeah, they had that they had that moment. 
You, I, got, well, I, I gotta say, <clears throat> on a different note, not the hardcore side. One of the most entertaining shows I've been to was Luke Combs. It's a country singer, right? Country singer at the Dome. That be- was a very entertaining night, and the whole atmosphere of literally the entire Saddle Dome singing every word with him. It's it's a it's a cool atmosphere to be in. I've only been to one stadium show. Have you been to any? I like, went to Blink One Eight Two with Jordan Hunter, and where was at, it at Saddle at the Saddle Dome? Was, was it great? Yeah, was it like? Every word, people were singing yeah. every song. We were, it was so and, loud. Well, it's Blink-182. Like, they, anything from I, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket and or... Enemy of the State. Enemy of the State. Um, Even their self-titled. It was like every song, everybody was singing, and That would have been cool to that, see, and that was with the whole band. Yeah. We were only 13 rows up, I think. Fuck. 13 rows up, like, stage left. We were 13 rows up, stage left. It was fucking sweet. Who did... Was there, like, openers and stuff, or did you give a shit? Honestly, you... again, don't remember. But that's my that's, Alzheimer's kicking in, so. that's But that's who you went to see. I would love it. Have you ever seen Blink? Yeah, I've seen them twice. Did you go to that show too? Yeah. Oh, I've never seen them. I've never seen Blink-182, ever. The second time I saw them, <clears throat> I, <clears throat> let me just dust off my collar here. A frog in your throat. Sorry, no, I'm just getting all that dirt off my shoulder. I was in a box seat right beside the stage while uh, Rancid and Against Me opened for them. Not a big deal. I don't know. <laughs> so what is the dirt off your shoulder to do with it? Because he's uh, talking about how fucking pimp. you're going to talk about uh, Jay-Z. No, no, no. I'm pretty classy because I had a box and I walked into the box. I didn't know what to expect. And the lady was like, good evening, sir. And I was like, is this all free? And she's like, yeah, it's charged to the company. And I was like, okay, cool. So then I put four beers in my back pockets and then grabbed five tacos. I just remember, I actually just remembered <laughs> that I've seen Blink twice at Saddle Dome because one of them was with you and you got so drunk that you were communicating with a girl who happened to be there as well and you kept on leaving and you just would go hammered, go and try to meet up with her and to hang out. Okay, I was 19, she was 16, we made out and I got Whoa. so drunk that I fell up the stairs. Whoa. I know. I wasn't gonna say ages here, bro, but it sounds like. Uh, but it was yeah, consensual. That part out. There's a there's a song by Black Daily Murder called "Statutory Ape." <laughs> it's about an ape. But yeah, but... I remember you were you were like extremely hungover the next day and also pissed off because you hung out with this girl instead of watching Blink One Eighty Two <laughs> at the dome. Sounds you about fucking right. idiot. Hey, he was a nineteen year old kid. I love you. What nineteen so, man? Was there so you went to Blink at the dome? Has there been any other besides? Now there's the big ones like. I think, I'm not sure, did you guys go to Taste of Chaos and stuff? I never went to Taste okay. of Chaos. So, Taste of Chaos was, it was just like Warp Tour, but it was a taste of it. Yeah. And it was like, just at the Saddle Dome, but there's only one stage and there was the a Saturday bunch of bands. At the Saddle Dome. Or was that, <laughs> sorry, or or was that the Corral? I can't remember. But, uh, no, I wasn't sure. Was there anything else you went to at a big venue like that, Isaac? Uh, no, I think. The dome, like, well, I grew up in Kitimat, so there's nothing big there. But I think the dome for Blink twice. I feel like I've been there for one other show, but then Mac Hall is like the other biggest event venue. Uh, but no, like festivals other than Warp Tour because it's Canada and nothing fucking cool comes here. What's did you guys ever go to like anything, uh, whether like a big venue or not, like a sort of like quieter show? Like, I've, I mean, I've I been to a couple. Like, I went to one with Kate for the, this guy, James Vincent McMorrow, and we saw him at the Jack Singer concert hall. You know he's going to be good when he says his full name. Exactly. And, dude, that that show actually was, like, it gave me chills, like, the whole time. We were sitting, like, I bought us tickets, and I thought we were going to be way up in the balcony. We were, like, right beside the stage. And the whole time he was playing, it's just, like, this chill acoustic stuff the whole time. And it was, like, yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, you make me feel good. Yeah, there's <laughs> I, I I've been to a few like that. Um Sarah Sleen, I don't know if you guys ever heard her. She's like a major Canadian singer, songwriter. Celine No. Sarah Sleen. Anyway. I saw her saw her. It was really cool. But um heard of Celine Dion. This one wasn't super chill, but I saw Miley Cyrus at GM Plays in Vancouver on her bangers tour back in the day. It was awesome. Because of your wife. Yeah, yeah. She's a huge fan. <laughs> <laughs> I like it too. But I had to assume that everyone in the crowd was 18 because it was horrible. And fully torqued. Well, people were like, I can't believe they let their kids out of the house like that. <laughs> I wasn't fully torqued. But, yeah, right. But we were on the floor, like right right there. She played on a little stage in the middle of the of the floor at one point, like just right beside us. It was kind of crazy. 
I was also wasted, but Miley Cyrus was fun. And then I saw a chill show I went to, which the first half was chill and the second half was loud, was the White Stripes in Vancouver. That was awesome. I didn't like the White Stripes that much at the time, but after watching Jack White do his thing live, changed my opinion of them. Does he know how to do music? This might get loud. It might get loud. The documentary, the documentary, this might get loud. Yeah. Completely. Because like Jack White, like you said, like, he never really struck a chord with me, but watching that Until documentary you, yeah, and watching watch like how incredibly genius he is as a musician is it's like you have nothing but respect for the guy, but it's a great DVD or great uh, documentary. It is. I, I didn't like, I know Jimmy Page is a huge Led Zeppelin's amazing and you two edge, whatever, but I love fuck you too. <laughs> honestly though, honestly though, if I could get any band, if I could say any band, Hey, fuck you. It's you two. Fuck off. No one cares. <laughs> there's uh, there's a couple of people I'd want to say fuck. Another to, show I want to bring up right real there. quick. Out of the bands, I mean, the, just the bands. Yeah, 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 fuck yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Very first time Kate and I met Amanda, Isaac's wife. It's true. We went to the Kilkenny pub. Then we went to Mac Hall, and we saw Brand New before they got canceled. That would have been a great <laughs> fucking show. They didn't really get canceled. I think they just mm-hmm. kind of tried to fade away for a little while. Well, they did a great job of fading. Hundred percent. Well, Jesse Lazy got canceled. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I really hope they follow up science fiction because that was a great album. It was so good. It was such a good show. Yeah. What, so, was like, that dude, like the, whole the Daisy time, era or was that dude, the no, Devil and God? Uh, oh, no. no that was no, a science no, fiction. It was a science that fiction. Science era. fiction. And dude, like Amanda. the, the yeah. lighting yeah. they had, you couldn't see any of their faces. All of the lighting was like from behind them. So it was just like silhouettes. Yeah. And then with other bright lighting behind them. So like you never actually saw their faces and they just played their whole show like that. And then if they did a song with just JC playing or JC, Jesse, <laughs> Jesse, Lacey? Hey, Jesse, Lacey? Lacey? JC, Jesse, Lacey playing. It was just his silhouette with like white light behind him playing like a song from their first yeah. album. And that was at Mac Hall. Yeah. Mac Hall. That's really it was a great show. It was unreal. I, I got to say Mac Hall was a great venue. It is a great venue. Well, yeah, it'll I'm be back. They still have shows. It'll come back. But like thinking of the bands we, I've seen there, like we've named a bunch. Azalea Dying. Azalea Dying are there. Yep. Seen them. Although, you know what? I think Alexis on Fire many times. I think un- Alexis on Fire for sure. I think Unearth. I think Unearth tour, uh, opened for Alexis on Fire. Or, sorry. Unearth opened for Azalea Dying. Dying the last time I saw that them. That was a great show. Unearth was actually better than Azalea Dying. Yeah. Their sound was better. Like the sound that day for Azalea Dying was like a little bit shitty. And yeah. Unearth was fucking the tits that the, show. And sometimes that happens because Azalea Dying probably had. Unearth probably used the Mac Hall sound guy. Yeah. And Asley Dying probably had, because they were the headliner, they probably had their own sound guy. Yeah. Might have changed it up a little bit. I don't know. Uh, I saw Asley Dying in Edmonton. The Edmonton had some good venues too. The Starlight Room was yep. incredible. I saw yep. the Weekend in Kids there. at Starlight Room. It's a great venue. Yes. The Weekend Kids, you guys remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. They were fucking actually really good. They're really good. They're like a local Edmonton pop punk band. Yeah. They're solid. Um, but Starlight Room, I saw Asley Dying there and Throwdown. Fucking throw! Oh, I throw totally, down. totally forgot about throwdown, dude. The pit at that show was unbelievable, especially when he played oh, forever, and that was the that was the song that Venom and Tears out with. No, Venom it was bo- it was before Venom and Tears, but Bro, that album, holy fuck, that album slaps. They, they reincarnated themselves as Pantera version two. If yeah. you ever want to punch something, it. like if you want to beat the fuck out of some drywall, listen to Throwdown. <laughs> it's Throwdown and Knocked Loose. Those are like my yeah. like two go to like hardcore bands for that kind of shit. The the other one that we talked, I just mentioned Alexis on Fire. I've seen them a bunch of times. I just got to say, uh, just in general, good for them. <laughs> Isaac burped. Taylor's gonna throw up. Good times, but lucky, I gotta say, Lucky Logger. Where this episode is sponsored by <laughs> sponsored by Lucky Logger in bottles. It, in, it makes bottles. all the difference. Yeah, bottles. <laughs> but, but Alexis on Fire was shocking. They were a band in Canada that made it onto TV and radio was screaming, and that was pretty dope. Yeah, at the time, they were, that was the uh, much music was like my wheelhouse in high school. And Alexis on Fire and Billy Talent were like the two most popular bands on much much music when I was in like grade eleven, grade ten. And then and then just out of that, did you protest the hero? Tried to join that, didn't quite make it. But did you ever listen to them? Fuck yeah, man! I still listen to Protest Hero. Their new albums ever are go so see good. Some Forty One live. They're, yeah. Either one of you see Some Forty One? I've seen them multiple. times. I was gonna yeah, say Protest, like musically incredible. They're fucking unbelievable. Unreal. Like, the drummer, the guitarist, the lead singer. Yeah, they're all like ridiculously good at music. 
Like, yeah. if you, I don't care if you don't like them or not, but like, you actually just listen to them Dude, play their instruments. It's not that hard to be like. And then even the lead singer, like, he's got a high voice. I love the guitar solo, by the way. But That's no, even even like the high voice lead singer, like, he actually has a good voice. It's incredible. Yeah. Their album that their drummer quit and Chris Adler joined in. I can't remember what it is, but it's got like the bird. I didn't it. know Chris Adler joined the band. Yeah. He he's drummed. from Lamb of God. Yeah. He drummed for that. What? Just for that one album. Holy it's fuck. Incredible. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's honestly just mind blowing. Um, that was those. I saw them too. Those guys that uh, you guys were all there with Sate. Protest yeah. the Hero came through. Yeah, they they played with. Uh, I can't remember Miss May I or something. Some something stupid. Uh, we came as Romans. I don't know something like that. Might have been we came I as Romans. I feel like you just named the whole line lineup. <laughs> I remember that night. Now, I'm pretty sure it was all one show. That. Yeah. Um, the other bands that, and I just have to throw these in because for fun. Uh, the other bands at Mac Hall that I vague, or distinctly remember were vaguely, um, no, distinctly. Uh, there was a show that had pro or uh, not protest here, Poison the Well, who oh, opened, yeah. and then AFI played after them, and it was right after Sing the Sorrow came out. I don't know if you guys know AFI, but that was huge for me. I just wasn't at that show. And then the other one for me, which you guys probably don't give a fuck about, was the Black Dahlia Murder opened for Children of Bodom at Mac Hall, and it was fucking incredible. I bet. I, I was I was gonna say the uh um what was the one before it you said? The Poison the Well. Poison the Well with AFI. AFI. Davy Havoc got really fucking weird for Sing the Sorrow. No, he got, no, he got Sorrow, weird for the one after that. For, December uh, Underground. Yeah, that one. Yeah. It was uh, AFI's great. Not that good anymore. Not that they good. They had anymore. some good albums, yeah. yeah. Earlier really on. Them. Earlier on. Did okay, you well one of my most memorable shows was also um Probably won't like it. Uh, Laney opening for John Mayer in Edmonton. John Mayer would be fun. I ran into your cousin, former guest of the show. Dean Hogan? Deho. Dearly beloved Dean Hogan. Ran dearly beloved. Dearly beloved. Did, that's like a wedding thing. That's a wedding it? thing, I'm pretty sure. Okay, no, sorry. Love you, Dearly Dean. beloved. I love you, Dean. And he, that much. He loves you he that is, much. He is dearly beloved. He, exactly. Ran into him there. John Mayer's show was unreal. I have no doubt that it would be awesome. I don't listen to much that of his music. That guy knows how to twiddle some strings. He plays the guitar like he's got 15 fingers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John Mayer. He's also banged every chick in Hollywood that we've you all think, wanted to. You think Taylor Swift's hot? Done it. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Aniston? Done it. Did he do that? Wow, that's horrible. So. That's yeah. Is, so you mentioned you did mention Mastodon, Mastodon, um, a show you've never seen. Taylor, is there a band, a show that you've never seen that you've always just dreamt of? Every time, I, every time I die at Repu- Republic, that you cream, <laughs> that you cream. you've seen every time. So we've seen, I've seen every time I die with Isaac at least three times. I was actually, you just reminded me, another one of my most memorable shows was definitely Norman Jean at the ballroom. Yes. Norma oh, Jean yeah. in the ballroom was yes. absolutely, that was right after Redeemer and it was fucking insane. I, I wasn't there. You guys bragged about it afterwards yeah. a ton about how that fucking crazy it was. Show. Um, one show I would love to see, completely different genre, um, to be completely honest, is The Eagles. I would love to see The Eagles with, why are you giving me that face? And fuck The Eagles. <laughs> what? I'm just kidding. No, you're dead serious. No, Fuck the Eagles, man. I'm being dead serious here. I would love to see them. Would play, you like to get transported back in time to watch play, them when play they were... Hotel California for me? Uh, of course <laughs> you pick that song. Right on that. What, no, what, the... what do you want to see? Do you want to see a fucking bang, 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 boom, boom, boom? Like, what? what? I don't know. <laughs> no, I just, I, just, I just don't give a fuck that's, about the Eagles. No, no, that's a very... I, I Dude, whether I give musicians. a fuck. Yeah, You're sure. not wrong. If but, I could go back in time and watch be, a show. It'd be Queen. Oh. It'd be Queen, 100%. Fuck. 100%. I, I, I was going to say Michael Jackson, but fucking Queen would be fucking dope. Michael Jackson would be sweet, it'd but be I definitely... Sweet to if I'm going to see one gay Prince, guy, it's going to be see Queen. Prince. <laughs> Prince would be cool to see. He's dead. David Bowie. Oh, he's dead. Shit. Let's um, go see Queen. Yeah. Well, Queen now with Adam Lambert would be sweet. I know. Queen, Queen and Adam Lambert rules it, man. I heard they're great. Actually, my wife's mom, they I think she saw them cool story live. <laughs> the the uh Are you butter right now? He's a little butter. Tighten up. You <laughs> made fun That's of the better. Eagles and 
Taylor got them all clinching. Little heart broke, broken. It's okay. It's the fucking Eagles. Was there course. anyone else, Taylor, or is the Eagles it? Is that the only be- show that you've never There's seen? There's so many Eagles? other better bands than the Eagles. Uh, That's all I have to say. ACDC, Led Zeppelin. Um, Fair enough. Hey, he's a rock star. What, he was in the deepest ocean. I don't know if you remember that. There are deepest. There are deepers oceans though. Um, Not what? Here's a question. Deep as the deepest. Here's a, here's a question. What is the deepest ocean? My band. <laughs> So your name, your band's name was the deepest ocean, and you don't know what the deepest ocean in the world is. Do you know? Yeah, it's the Pacific. Nope. Yeah, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Taylor's gonna Google it, dude. The Marianas Trench is in the Pacific. That's yeah. the lowest part on Earth. And they're also a terrible band, a fucking <laughs> wow. terrible oh, band. Which one, Marianas Trench or Deepest Ocean? Marianas Trench. Come on, bro. I like. I love the deepest ocean, dude. I have it. Uh, I'm not. I'm going to show you this after. It's I have Deepest Ocean. I found you guys on the internet today, mm-hmm. and I was streaming your music while I was writing things down for the, well, the show. It says Trench. It doesn't say it's in the Pacific. The Western Pacific. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think on that note, uh, it's time to end the show. Actually, hey, cool, wait. Guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cha- fact check us right now, Daryl. The deepest part of the ocean is called the Challenger Deep, and it is located beneath the Western Pacific Ocean in the southern end of the Marianas Trench. So I still lose. So we were so it's the Pacific, but but it's it's a part of the Marianas Trench called the Challenger Deep. Challenger Deep. That sounds like a sweet porno. It sounds like a place I'll never go swimming. (laughs) The next what band I'm gonna start is called Challenger Challenger Deep. Deep. Challenger Deep. And it's going to be us three drumming. <laughs> Just three sets of drums going fucking full tilt. Three sets of mediocre drums going full tilt. I never it's said we were be, good. I know what I'm just saying. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> People are going to love it. So, Isaac, why don't you give us a uh, a, uh, a code word for the day? Lucky logger. Wow. I thought you were going to say pregame, but no. lucky logger works. Lucky logger. Taylor? Because we drank a lot of lucky logger when we were going to shows. Is Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. Too much. It was Thanks very, for having very me on board. Should have been any, always, any, always you, a pleasure. Any last words about shows? Um, go to the Eagles if you can. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and fuck strep throat. Fuck strep throat. All right. Cheers, guys. That was awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, we give you Taylor McAlpine. I do. Okay, uh, bye. Take this love So I'll build you up